What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Gang, I'm back, another episode of the Type 1 Movement podcast, and you know what guys, today, I'll be honest with you, I feel like fucking shit. I have not been this ill in ages, but um, I still wanted to show up to you guys. For you guys, I make a commitment to myself to show up for you guys and show up for myself, even though I really don't feel like it. Um, so basically, you're probably like, oh, what's up with you? So I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So uh, Friday, it's now Monday, the time recording this, so Friday I had a bit of like a cough, um, and then a little bit on Saturday, but Sunday yesterday, going out on my bike, come back off my bike ride, and it has been pretty cold, and I've felt like utter shit. You know, like, when you just feel like your whole body's aching, man, like my whole body was aching, and then throughout last night, um, I started to feel a little bit better, but then in bed last night, um, I started shivering in bed, and I started, I was actually burning up. My girlfriend said, man, you was hot. You was making me sweat, and not hot in a good way either, as we would love to hear from our missuses, right? Um, but yeah, so I tested my temperature, it was cool, but I knew something wasn't right. Um, and then woke up this morning and today I've just been feeling like shit. So I did actually go and get a coronavirus test um, before just to be safe. I'm very snotty, probably too much information. I'm very snotty, so hopefully it's not corona. Do you know what I mean? I'm hoping. Uh, I'm very snotty. So yeah, like I've been, I'll be honest with you guys, I did a post on my Instagram story before. Um and I've been chasing my fucking glucose levels around all day. How hard is it when we get ill as type 1s? I actually had a high of like 17 moles, which is like 306 milligram per deciliter before. I went out on a quick walk, um, and I'm still 15.3 with a diagonal arrow down now. Guys, I'm running 150% basal rate on my insulin pump. Um, I had a bowl of cocoa pots before, probably not the best, but I've literally probably got over 30 units of insulin on board to try and bring it down. Um, and I'm, yeah, I've got the dealing with feeling ill and then you guys know what it's like when we go hyper as well but um i still want to show up for you guys and chat about what we're going to chat about today so yeah enough of my fucking little pity party anyway guys again i want to appreciate you all for being here for listening to this podcast just do me a solid if you want whatever platform you're listening to this on whether it be itunes or spotify just leave me a rating and a review please because it really helps me grow the podcast reach and help more type 1 diabetics with my content and hopefully i'm having an impact on the community and if you feel free doing so you can always screenshot and share it to your instagram stories tag me at type 1 underscore tom and i can give you a shout out as well on there so guys let's get into it what i want to chat about state of transition so managing your diabetes your glucose levels in a straight state of transition now we all know how sort of important a routine is for managing diabetes, right? I remember when I was first diagnosed, my routine was like, get up, go to work, I had certain eating times, go to the gym, come home, eat, and then bed at a certain time. It was the same thing every day. Um, and that really helped with my control. But over the course, I was like, I don't want to be so rigid. Um, I want to be a bit more flexible with it. So we all know how important really and how easy it is to manage our diabetes when we're in a routine right we're in a daily routine and it's something i do strive with all my clients and with myself to be as routine as possible but by state of transition i mean things like shift working holidays days off weekends 
Like, guys, let me know if you're here and you can relate to this, yeah? Just give your head a nod. So, if you're good Monday to Friday, your glucose control is great Monday to Friday, you're working, you're more active than Saturdays and Sundays, you're a little bit chilled, and your weekend and your blood glucose control goes up the fucking swanny. You start running higher and stuff like that, and it just becomes a pain in the ass. What about when you have days off work? Similar thing, yeah? What about when you go on holiday? Or shift workers is a big one. Like, I get a lot of clients coming to me and was like, look, I hope you can help me, but no two days are the same. We work shifts and stuff. So basically, a state of transition is a state of your life kind of changing. Whether that be you being a shift worker, you're going on holiday, you're taking days off work, the weekends, you're going on, I don't know, a fucking adventure holiday or something. Do you know what I mean? Anything that's different and outside of your normal routine can really throw a curveball in when it comes to managing our glucose levels. So I wanted to tell you guys, share something with you guys about um, a client of mine. Now this client of mine comes to me and before signing on with me, she was like, Tom, look, I work shifts, I work days and I work nights. And this is one of my big issues because no two days are the same. Well, two days might be the same, but it's just so, it's so hard for me through working shifts to control my glucose levels. And I was like, right, cool. Let's have a chat. Do you know what I mean? Jump on the phone, see what we can do. So basically she had awesome control when she was on days. Her average was like six to seven moles, which is around 126 milligram per deciliter, deciliters for those working in MG slash DL. Um, timing target range, she was using a Libra, was like 70%, 80% when she was on days but then when she changed her shifts over to nights it become really difficult for her like her words was my controls dreadful on nights i'll be honest with you i was like well appreciate your honesty because i do when people come to work with me you've got to be as honest as possible because that helps me help them and her average was like 12 moles or like 260 milligrams per deciliter over the day we're speaking about the course of a day well the course of the night with her um and it was a constant battle when she was on nights with highs and lows so she'd start seeing a blood glucose go up, she'd give a correction, she'd drop low. And it was just really, really frustrating. And what that was doing, it was messing her actual averages up and impacting her HbA1c. So you guys know, like, I like to know people's HbA1c when they come to work with me, but I'm like, right, cool, let's break it down into your 30-day average because HbA1c is three months, right? Cool, let's break that down into a seven-day average. Then if you've got a CGM or a Libra, let's break it down into time and target range. So even though when she was working days, she had great control. When it comes to nights, that was just fucking all of her averages up and it was really frustrating. And then she'd get home, she'd feel like shit. She wouldn't feel like having energy to do the things that she wanted to do on the days off. And it was really impacting her. So really, guys, I know we can all relate to this. I know if I've changed jobs, um, like years ago, like when I was first diagnosed, if I've changed the times that I train and exercise in the gym, if I've gone on holiday, even weekends now, if I'm having a chill weekend or if I don't go out on a bike, that's a state of transition away from a normal routine. And we do need to make changes to the way that we manage our glucose levels in that. So guys, I wanted to give you a few tips I used to help that client who was mega control on days and dreadful control her words on night so i wanted to give you guys a few tips now as i always say on these podcasts guys take fucking notes get a pen and paper yeah or the app in your phone the notes app i find it's always better writing shit down um because i just think it solidifies it a little bit more so take some notes on this yeah and implement i'm going to say something a bit of a motivational kick up the arse at the end you know i love the tough love you guys who listen to this podcast regularly so Guys, the first thing that we did together is we got two to three days worth of data when she was on nights and when she was on days, yeah? And the reason for that is this. Sometimes, if you have a shit day with your blood glucose levels, it's just a bit of an abnormality, 
Yeah. If you have two or three shit days, you know that you need to make adjustments somewhere. Pretty simple, right? So we got two to three days worth of data together. Now in this data, we obviously had the blood glucose levels. We had the times that she ate. We had what she ate. So her carbs and, you know, her protein and fats in the meals and how active she was on a scale of one to 10. Yeah. All this is going to have an impact on glucose levels. Yeah. So the the activity one is pretty crucial as well. Obviously one being sat on your ass doing nothing, 10 being fucking sprinting. Um, and we... I've got a checking out with my clients like where she could put all this data in and was WhatsApping each other. But you guys can write this down, yeah? So like I say, take notes. So the things that we got, we got two to three days worth of data. In this data was her blood glucose levels, the times that she ate, what she actually ate in terms of carbs and fats and protein because they will have an impact on glucose levels as well. Um, and how active she was, one to 10. Write that down. And then what we did together is we sat and assessed the data. Well, not sat together, but we jumped on a call and we assessed the data and planned any adjustments and what this turned out for her is that we needed a different basal rate when she was on nights than when she was working days yeah and we made a few tweaks to what she was eating so it was helping her glucose levels and helping her feel better yeah we cleaned up a diet a little bit if you like so for you guys this means sitting and assessing those two three two three days worth of data that you get and then planning any necessary adjustments. Look, if you was like, oh, I'm running high for two or three days, then you know something needs to change, yeah? And this could mean a different basal profile or if you're on pens, a, a more or less, depending on what's going on with your glucose levels of your background insulin. This could mean a different insulin to carb ratio. But these are the main things. And you're not going to know unless you get two to three days worth of data, if possible, if possible, um so obviously things like weekends there's two days there what you could do if you got great control monday to friday weekends come that's a state of transition yeah from your normal routine yeah if you're with me on this and you're watching the live just stick me like a fire emoji or something in the comments below um let me know that you're following me so yeah if if weekends come you controls great monday to friday state of transition weekends come take one weekend the saturday and sunday without making any adjustments yeah assess the data remember i've just told you the date that you should be getting assess that and then the following weekend plan your adjustments yeah and it can be the same on holidays as well and stuff like that and obviously shift workers so guys i just wanted to give you a bit of an insight into how we manage to get her control like throughout the night that was dreadful remember she was like average of 12 moles 216 milligram per deciliter we actually managed to get her daily average down to around six or seven so 126 milligram per deciliter which was the same control of what she had when she was on days yeah so we did that just by this information that i'm giving you in the podcast sitting down getting two three days worth of data what will happen into a blood glucose levels at what times the times that she was eating yeah because obviously she was shift working her breaks were all the same similar sort of time and um, that made did make things a little bit easier like i say you have to look for kind of a routine of some form even when things are off if that makes sense so even though we had a routine on her days when she was on nights her routine was off but she still had set times of eating and stuff so that made things a little bit easier yeah so obviously the carbs that you're eating and how active you was one to ten because your activity levels is going to impact your blood glucose levels and your insulin sensitivity obviously writing that down and sit and assess the data plan any adjustments for the following time so like i give you an example there about weekends plan the adjustments for the next weekend yeah and just see what you think that you need to tweak
Guys, I wanted to do a podcast on this because this is one of the common questions that I get asked a lot. And it's one of the common things when people come and apply to work with me or when I have a chat with them that they say that they struggle with. So I thought, why not give you guys a bit of an insight into what we did and how it helped this particular client. Guys, that's just about it. Like I say, I am still feeling pretty shitty. So I probably will be going getting back in bed after this. Good news though. Numbers are on the way down. We're not 14.3. I've just took 0.7 off with a diagonal or down. So we are coming down. We are coming down. But how frustrating is it when we're ill? How frustrating is it? Hey, one podcast I might do about stress and illness. Should be a good one. Guys, again, I just want to say, um, ask of a bit of a solid from you guys, whatever platform you're listening to this on, whether that be um, iTunes or Spotify, just feel free to pop me a rating and a review. Yeah, really help me um, reach other type ones with this podcast and screenshot and share it to your Instagram story so I can say, hey, thanks very much. I appreciate you and give you a shout out. Guys, I'm going to jump off. I appreciate every single fucking one of you for tuning into this podcast and listening to it. I really, really do. Thank you very, very much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. 